0: Hello and welcome to My Soul Delights with Eileen O'Driscoll and Joyce and Joy. My Soul Delights is a program of faith in which we explore various faith topics and also include some intermittent short reflective features for your own quiet time and prayer. In My Soul Delights we are exploring the beauty of our Christian faith and the way in which God's love reaches out to each one of us in a deep and personal way to restore our hearts and to renew this world. In this episode of My Soul Delights, we are going to share with you some words on St. Joseph, the patron of the Universal Church and a powerful intercessor for all families. And we would also like to share with you the litany of St. Joseph, a prayer approved by the Church. But just before we begin, we will start with... A very common prayer to St. Joseph that can be used as a daily novena prayer also. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O St. Joseph, whose protection is so great, so strong, so prompt before the throne of God, I place in you all my interests and desires. O Saint Joseph, do assist me by your powerful intercession and obtain for me from your divine Son all spiritual blessings through Jesus Christ our Lord, so that having experienced here below your heavenly power, I may offer my thanksgiving and homage to the most loving of fathers. O Saint Joseph, I never weary of contemplating you and Jesus asleep in your arms. I dare not approach while he reposes near your heart. Hold him in my name and kiss his fine head for me and ask him to return the kiss when I draw my dying breath. Saint Joseph, patron of departing souls, pray for me. Amen. So just a few words on Saint Joseph. Who is he? Uh, First and foremost, so of course, you know, St. Joseph is a member of the Holy Family with Jesus and Mary together. And St. Joseph, as we know, was from Bethlehem and he was chosen to be the spouse of Mary and the foster father of Jesus as well. So, Joy, I might pass over to you for you to just give us um, a few words to begin with on St. Joseph.
1: Thank you, Eileen. St. Joseph is always known as a a silent saint and a patron, patriarch, patron of the universal church and so on, protector of the holy family and protector of the church. Though he was not there when the Pentecost uh, happened and the apostles were there in the upper room, along with our Blessed Mother, we can say St. Joseph's spiritual presence was there because he is the protector of the holy family. He is the protector of the church even today. And he's a collaborator with God and the Holy Spirit, the third person in the Holy Trinity. So we will look into that in more uh, in, in a detailed way further down, you know, what do you think?
0: Uh, St. Joseph is often um, described as being a very powerful intercessor um, for any of our intentions. So. We can pray to him for any intention we may have and quite popularly people tend to pray to him uh, maybe for work or employment situations, uh, for family. Um, Also, he is a role model for fathers. People may pray to him for their future vocation and if that's marriage, praying to him for a good spouse. So St. Joseph has no end of petitions, um, no doubt. But I think what is so special about him is his closeness with the Holy Family. He's one of the only saints uh, that has walked this earth that has been graced to truly be a member and a chosen member of the Holy Family. So that means that God chose him from eternity, basically, uh, to become. Uh, The foster father of Jesus, his guardian here on earth while Jesus grew up, matured into uh, his teenage years and adulthood. And he was also chosen to be the protector of Mary, to be her spouse. And uh, that's no small task, especially for the saviour of the world. And uh, I suppose in some ways it speaks to the virtue of St. Joseph. You know, we forget often that St. Joseph was human like the rest of us. Uh, so he he is like us, you know. We know our Blessed Mother Mary; she was preserved from original sin, and of, of course Christ Himself was perfect. Um, He was human and divine. Uh, but Saint Joseph was like us, um, just an ordinary human being. And as you said, Joy, uh, he was known to be of um, maybe a more silent disposition. But often we hear it described that he had a silent strength. And so it just speaks so much about his character that God chose him to be part of the Holy Family. You know, it's incredible. And immediately, St. Joseph is um, put to task. He has a lot of things he must do. He must give so much of himself, sacrifice uh, so much of maybe his own desires or his own time. And he gives everything for the protection of Mary and uh, the child Jesus. And uh, he he gives everything for his family, basically. In protecting them from the first moments in Bethlehem when Jesus was born, the fleeing into Egypt because of uh, King Herod's cruel plan, that was no small task. (laughs) You know, they Mm had to flee for several miles, uh, a long journey into a distant country, a language they probably didn't know and a different culture, and had to live there for so many years until it was safe to return back to um, Nazareth again. And then again, when he returned there, he had to rebuild their life, provide, you know, for their comfort, for their safety, and uh, journeying with them as well, of course, um, and loving them. I suppose that's the most important thing. It just testifies to his love for Jesus and Mary and how close in heart he was to them and how close in heart he was to God and the strength of his uh, faith as well. So Uh, He's really a great saint, you know, I think the more we reflect on his life or ponder on his life ourselves or just take a particular dimension of his life, the more we can grow in appreciation for him, you know.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And also we can see, in addition to all of that, St. Joseph is also a great promoter of contemplative life, we can say, though he was uh, leading a family life, but he was always in a contemplative mode. Because we know this, that Blessed Mother and St. Joseph's only, only mission in life was to protect Jesus and to, and to bring him through that pace where he can reach his adulthood. And then during his appointed time, he can start his ministry and fulfill the mission given to him by God the Father. And we see this uh, as a great uh, response from our Blessed Mother and St. Joseph's end and devotion that they have towards God is seen through the mission accomplished by jesus because in those moments you know if they would have been careless in any moment you know the various armies or various groups or kings could have easily plotted and killed jesus so this is something we have to always be mindful of so there would have been sleepless nights There would have been days where they wouldn't have got, St. Joseph especially, wouldn't have got business or he would have lost all his local customers because he was constantly moving to a different place and then to establish himself again. And all of that, all of that has been taken on board uh, just to ensure Jesus is safe and he reaches that age to start his mission and to accomplish his mission given by God the Father. So there's a lot there. Um, Father Perry Bennett S.J. captured it very nicely in his book called uh, "Divine Favors Granted to Saint Joseph," uh, it begins like this with a theme, you know, from Matthew one twenty to 21. Joseph, son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins uh, so who is st joseph anyway and why does he deserve so much honor so father pere uh, ponders the holy spirit has willed to make the genealogy of the glorious st joseph known to us so exactly that we need only read the gospels of st matthew and st luke to be acquainted with all his ancestors by birth he is a prince of the royal house of david his ancestors are the patriarchs the kings of judah the great captains of the people of god the most illustrious among the sons of men yet this descendant of david was reduced to obscurity and lived a poor and humble life the evangelist would appear to give joseph two fathers but the contradiction is only apparent st luke says he was the son of heli who however died childless, while St. Matthew calls him the son of Jacob, because according to several commentators, Jacob, brother of Heli, espoused his sister-in-law Esther as the law of Moses commanded, by whom he had Joseph, who was thus the son of Jacob by nature and the son of Heli according to the law. The poverty of the family and the custom of the country obliged Joseph to learn a trade. We do not know positively if he worked in wood or an iron, since the Holy Fathers are divided on this point. The more general opinion is, however, that he was a carpenter. St. Justin, in his dialogue with Tryphon, adds that the child Jesus acted as his adopted father's little apprentice, assisting him to make yokes and plows. It is a pious belief of some authors that St. Joseph was sanctified in his mother's womb. Saurus does not go so far. Still, we must allow that the partisans of this opinion supported by solid reasons, which have a great appearance of truth. So that's a small bit. I stopped there and hand it over back to you, Eileen, before I continue with the rest of that reflection there.
0: Lovely. Thank you, Joy. Yeah, I would just like to um, maybe just mention as well, because Joseph was a member of the Holy Family Uh, You know, that in a very special way, he was blessed with heaven on earth himself in the presence of Jesus and Mary. And of course, uh, we pray to St. Joseph, too, for um, a happy death and, of course, uh, to obtain eternal life, um, because tradition believes that St. Joseph died in the arms of Jesus and Mary. Uh, So he was in perfect company. And, you know, so he's a beautiful intercessor in so many ways. Another point maybe as well is uh, that we can pray to St. Joseph for a good sleep. Um, you know, St. Joseph uh, received much of his, I suppose, the word of God while he was sleeping uh, through the message of an angel that says in the Gospels. And uh, in this way, I suppose we can pray to St. Joseph for a good sleep. It's a kind of another, maybe a little tradition within our faith. If we do find it hard to sleep, just say a little prayer to St. Joseph at night time before going to bed. And uh, maybe just finally then, I would like to share with you, for example, the year he got the patron of the Universal Church title. It was Pope Pius IX in 1870 that uh, called St. Joseph patron of the Universal Church, or when he received that official title, then not long after that, very interestingly, in 1879, we have the very famous Knock apparition, Knock in County Mayo in Ireland, uh, where the Holy Family are all depicted in the apparition. There uh, we have our Blessed Mother Mary, Saint Joseph, and then we have uh, Jesus represented by the Lamb of God on the altar, and then there's also Saint John the Evangelist present, and um, Amazingly, this was a silent apparition that lasted for a couple of hours, and there was about 15 people present, uh, young and old. Just a beautiful display of, I suppose, again, heaven on earth, and in a way representing the Mass and the Eucharist. Uh, But what is so nice is that Joseph was there, and um, in some ways, it maybe represents the presence of the Holy Family with us every day in our journey uh, that we should be really, um, you know clutching to that more every day their presence with us and then maybe just finally in 1889 there was a lovely prayer composed by Pope Leo XIII to Saint Joseph as well and that's one of the official prayers of the church to Saint Joseph so uh, there are just some final words from my side Joy.
1: brilliant brilliant yeah it's a very long tradition and always we see a lot of uh, novenas and devotions um, apostle promoting various devotions and suddenly St. Joseph emerges out and when he comes you will see and uh, know there is pinned up silence all across and it's just St. Joseph who will be visible. Then suddenly everyone will be praying to St. Joseph. So this is a very, very mystical uh, thing about St. Joseph that suddenly he will disappear. He will be gone for some time and then when he comes it will be kind of all hands meeting or all hands praying in devotion to Saint Joseph. You know, this is a unique thing about Saint Joseph. It happened several times before as well. Uh, He'll be quiet, he will be hidden like kind of a mustard seed, but then suddenly he comes out to the picture and then when he comes everything else will be calm and people the whole world will be praying to Saint Joseph suddenly. Uh, So this he has proved again and again how he remains as a silent, uh, humble servant of God, yet when he comes is so powerful. As we know St. Teresa of uh, Avila said anything that you ask of St. Joseph, you shall receive. So that's what St. Teresa of Avila said. So it's a beautiful piece to reflect on. And, and uh, naturally, because he, he he obediently served God and in fulfilling his mission that was given to him was to take care of our Blessed Mother and, and uh, Jesus, uh, God naturally gave him a lot of Blessings and the divine favors, you know, and uh, that's something I would like to conclude with. You know, the divine favors granted to Saint Joseph. So, Father Perry highlights the divine favors granted to Saint Joseph sets forth the most exalted stature of Saint Joseph in the communion of saints. Chosen by God for the incomparable occasion of spouse of the Blessed Virgin Mary and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, Saint Joseph received magnificent divine graces and favors, not granted even to the Old Testament patriarchs, to saints Peter and Paul, St. John the Baptist, St. John the Evangelist, or the glorious archangels, known as the most humble of men. St. Joseph Nuntless received from Almighty God the authority to command both Our Lady and the Son of God Himself, and in heaven He continues to have great intercessory power with God, privileged to share in the intimate family life of Jesus and Mary. St. Joseph daily grew in grace and in the virtues of faith, purity, patience, humility, fidelity, obedience and devotion. The divine favors granted to St. Joseph shows how this greatest of the patriarchs is the patron of all Christians and how wonderfully he answers prayers. Plus, it gives many of the ways of honoring him. The divine favors granted to St. Joseph will inspire a profound devotion to St. Joseph, Patron of the Universal Church and spiritual Father of us all. You know, that's how it concludes. But we know this, you know, as uh, He took care of Jesus and our Blessed Mother. He intercedes along with our Blessed Mother and Jesus. He intercedes for families, even today. Uh, that's what the Church is promoting, encouraging us to pray to the Holy Family for families, for each member in the family, and for all our families across the world. Uh, that St. Joseph can intercede along with our Blessed Mother and Jesus uh, to save us, to protect us. And in our journeys, you know, it it may not be Egypt or Jerusalem that we live in today, but in our journeys, in our uh, daily challenges, in our difficulties, our trials, that the Holy Family can be with us and protect us and journey with us uh, to save us ultimately, to lead us to God, you know.
0: Lovely. Thank you, Joy. Yes, exactly. Anyone can pray to St. Joseph and especially, uh, you know, he's a great role model and friend for men, young and old, for all fathers. And of course, any of us uh, can pray to St. Joseph and uh, ask him to give us that joy as well. And that great blessing from heaven that he was bestowed with. Absolutely. So now we would like to share with you the litany of St. Joseph So the Litany of St. Joseph is a prayer. So as we pray this and as you join us in this prayer of the Litany, uh, we just bring all our intentions uh, to St. Joseph as well. Litany of St. Joseph Lord, have mercy on us. Christ, have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy on us. Christ, hear us. Christ, graciously hear us. God, the Father of heaven,
1: have mercy on us.
0: God, the Son, Redeemer of the world,
1: have mercy on us.
0: God, the Holy Spirit, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, one God, have mercy on us. Holy Mary,
2: pray for us.
0: Saint Joseph,
2: pray for us.
0: Illustrious Son of David,
2: pray for us
0: light of patriarchs
2: pray for us
0: spouse of the mother of god
2: pray for us
0: chaste guardian of the virgin
2: pray for us
0: foster father of the son of god
2: pray for us
0: watchful defender of christ
2: pray for us
0: head of the holy family
2: pray for us
0: joseph most just Pray for us. Joseph most chaste. Pray for us. Joseph most prudent. Pray for us. Joseph most valiant. Pray for us. Joseph most obedient. Pray for us. Joseph most faithful. Pray for us. Mirror of patience.
2: Pray for us.
0: Lover of poverty.
2: Pray for us
0: model of workmen
2: pray for us
0: glory of home life pray for us guardian of virgins
2: pray for us
0: pillar of families
2: pray for us
0: solace of the afflicted
2: pray for us
0: hope of the sick
2: pray for us
0: patron of the dying
2: pray for us
0: Terror of demons,
2: pray for us.
0: Protector of Holy Church,
2: pray for us.
0: Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world,
2: spare us, O Lord.
0: Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world,
1: graciously hear us, O Lord.
0: Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world,
1: have mercy on us, O Lord.
0: He made him the Lord of his household,
1: and prince over all his possessions.
0: Let us pray. O God, who in thy ineffable providence did choose blessed Joseph to be the spouse of thy most holy mother, grant, we beseech thee, that he whom we venerate as our protector on earth may be your intercessor in heaven who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. St. Joseph,
2: pray for us.
0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of My Soul Delights and we pray for St. Joseph's intercession for each of us. God bless you.
2: God bless you.